0: to speak life into your dreams you have to speak life into your hope you have to speak life into your plans well pastor you don't understand i don't have any money that's coming from the south well you you don't understand pastor i don't have any education that's coming from the east well what you don't understand pastor i don't look as good to be able to hold that position that's coming from the west you don't understand pastor my daddy wasn't there that's coming from the north. They're coming at you from every direction.
1: You are listening to AirJesus.com and TheOnlineWord.com. This is the fourth message in The Resurrection Power, Bringing the Dead Back to Life series called The Steps of Resurrection by Nathaniel Bronner, Jr. This message is number 5436. That's 5436. To listen to the entire series, click series on airjesus.com or the online word.com. And now for the message.
0: Welcome to Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the word. And today is part four of Resurrection Power, the series that I have been speaking about, about how do you bring dead things back to life and we have gone through several permutations of this and one of the main things is what needs to die and what needs to be resurrected and today I want to speak to you about the steps of resurrection and even as I was sitting there in the chair this morning before I got up God spoke to me and he said The three things that have died most in my people are dreams, hope, and plans. Dreams, hope, and plans are the three things that have died most in our people. And and, and sometimes we have to understand, and that's why I went through so much of the series just dealing with what needs to be reborn and what needs to die. I had some dreams, to be honest about it, that needed to die. I, I dreamed that, that I really wanted to be heavyweight champion of the world. And, and that was a dream that I had. And, and I remember once when I, was, I had actually gone to a photo shoot, and Evander Holyfield was there, and it was just Holyfield, me, and the photographer. And I remember standing there beside Holyfield, and to be honest about it, at the time, I was better built than Holyfield. And I was standing there thinking to myself, with a couple of years of training, I think I can take this man. <laughs> and, and, and that's what was in my mind. I, I, I was a dream that I had. And I, I went to one of Holyfield's fights. I never will forget this fight. He fought Dwight Mohammed Kawi. The thing went for 15 rounds. And it was one of the most brutal, grueling fights. Holyfield said they think he lost 20 pounds in that fight. When I came out of that fight, I realized then that dream needed to die. (laughs) So sometimes there are things that we dream of and that dream just needs to die. It's never our destiny. God never meant for us to go there. So we have to understand what needs to die. And what needs to be reborn? But he said that the main dead things among my people, dreams, hope, and plans. The biggest resurrection in the Bible, what I spoke some on last in the last message was Ezekiel and the valley of dry bones. And Ezekiel 37, verse 4 through 14. And it says, And again he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live, and I will lay sinews upon you. And will bring up flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and ye shall live, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. And I just want to kind of go through some of the things that Ezekiel went through with resurrecting the valley of the dry bones and those bones that were there for so long. The first thing God said was, "I'm going to resurrect you in stages." We don't want stages. We want to be on the stage. We don't want to go through the stages of life. We don't want to go through the process. We want to be the president. We don't want to go through stages. We have to understand that sometimes for God to to have some things reborn into your life and, and and to bring your dreams, your hopes, and your plans alive, He has to take you through stages. And and God said, he didn't say, I'm just going to all of a sudden pop them up out of the valley, whole and sound. He showed Ezekiel how he was going to take them and transform them from dry bones one step at a time. And we don't want to go through steps. We just want to instantly be where we dreamed we would be. Breath, sinews, which is muscles and see he first of all began with breath and without breath we cannot speak breath is there are words he begins even with the saying of what he's going to do and you have to begin with the saying of what you're going to do before you're ever going to resurrect anything you're going to have to speak that you're going to resurrect this thing And you can tell where the resurrection is going, whether it's headed for resurrection or permanent death, just by listening to the breath, just by listening to what comes out of the mouth, your dreams, your visions, your hopes, your plans. What are you saying about whenever you listen to something? You can tell from the breath whether the thing is going to be resurrected or not or whether it's going to be headed for death. He said, first, I'm going to put breath in them. It got to speak it. Second, I'm going to put sinews, sinews. That's muscle. Do you know something? It takes some work to get some stuff done. You've got some dreams, some plans, some hope, some vision. Do you know it's going to take work? Now, now, I, I know sometimes in the church, we like to think that we can just pray it all through. Oh, no. That's why Jesus didn't get anybody who wasn't working. We have to work some. That, that's why the next thing after, after I breathe into them and put breath in them, I got to put some muscle on them. I got to put some sinew there. I got to put some muscle so they can put their shoulder to the task so they can get to work. Everything that you want that you're going to make come to pass, you're going to have to put some work into that thing. That's, you're not going to be just lay there and just, Lord, Lord, just lay it on me. Lord, Lay it on me. You're going to have to put some work. You're going to have to put some, put your, your nose to the grindstone. You're going to have to get this stuff done. You can pray for God for the strength and he will empower you. But you're going to have to put some work into that thing. Anyone you find who has accomplished their dreams, when you go to talking with them about it, they have gone through the stages. But each one of those stages has required a, a tremendous, a tremendous amount of work. It's going to take some Muscles. He said, I'm going to put flesh. That, that, that's, the, that's the organs and, and, and all of the fat and all the other stuff that goes around the muscles. See, it still takes other stuff from the muscles. But if you don't put the work in it, you don't have you don't have the foundation behind it. The bones are the structure, but the muscle is the work and you've got to have all of that. And sometimes we we, we start we've got dry bones and then we begin to speak it. And then we're going to have to work it. And and then God will put some organs and he'll put some flesh and he'll put some fat around it to help help carry it through. But we have to start with the basis. And God showed us stage by stage how he resurrected the people. Then he put skin covering. You got to have a covering. Sometimes we want to all be on our own and we want to be totally autonomous. That's why. God put him over man and he put man over woman. He put covering and and we don't want, we don't want authority in our lives these days. You know, we want to be the boss. We don't want anyone telling us what to do. We don't want covering. We don't want God telling us what to do. We don't want covering. You've got to have covering in your life. If you are ever going to resurrect something. And then he said, he put breath. Now I, I want you to listen to how he said this. Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you and ye shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you and will bring up flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you. Do you know he told him he's going to put breath in him twice? He told him he's going to put, look like if he put breath in you one time, he doesn't need to put breath. You know why he needs to put breath in him twice? Because life will knock the breath out of you. said, I, I got to put breath in you twice. By the time you get through getting punched, and kicked and beat by life, it will knock the breath out of you. It will knock the spirit out of you. See, breath really means spirit. That's why respiration comes from respiration. Breath means spirit. By the time life gets through punching you and beating you, you've got to have some spirit put back into you. That's why you have to have the renewing of your mind day by day. You've got to have the breath put back in you. And you can't, sometimes even people will come to church. And they'll get inspired. And they say, I'm ready to do it now. And never come back. And the breath gets knocked out of them. You've got to have, that's why you have to read your word. That's why you have to pray constantly. Do you know you can't have, you can't just have something to puff you up one time and and it holds. Do do you know if, if if you're married, you just can't tell your wife, baby, you sure look good today. You don't tell her that for another 10 years. The breath will have gone out about in You, you. You got you got to keep puffing some stuff up day by day. But God had to put breath in them twice. So there are some things that even though your muscles can stay strong, if you do not keep pumping it up, your spirit will become weak and your hope, your dreams and your plans will die. So I prophesied as I was commanded and as I prophesied, there was a noise and behold, a shaking and the bones came together, bone to his bone. And when I beheld lo, the sinews and the flesh came upon them and the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. I said, this is the first biblical case of bad breath was no breath in them so it it had all of the stuff that. but but you know sometimes when you have had hope and dreams and plans for so long been thwarted and knocked out of you do you know it is very difficult to get people to start speaking and thinking right you can take them and you can prop them up and they've got one excuse after another and you can see do you know death has a smell to it you, you, can, you can hear their words, and on their breath is the smell of death. And, and until you can get the smell of death off of their breath, you can never resurrect them. No matter, I, I've just seen it. You, you can't do it with money. You, you can pour all the money in the world, but, but if you don't get the smell of death off their breath, they'll find a zillion reasons why they cannot be resurrected. Well, you know, Pastor, I know, but let me tell you, let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you what, let me tell you, let me tell you, and, and it'll be one reason after another, because you can't get the smell of death off their breath, and it's bad breath, and a tic-tac won't fix it. Because bad breath comes from the inside until you can get that inside transformed. All you keep getting is the smell and the talk of death. And, and those who have life, their breath smells different. And they sound different. And God put all of this structure in place, but he said, but there was no breath in them. Then he said unto me, prophesy unto the wind, prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, thus saith the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain that they may live. The New King James Version in the NIV, it says instead of prophesy unto the wind, it says prophesy to the breath. And he said prophesy to the breath, son of man, and say to the wind. And he said come from the four winds. And sometimes the four winds, they represent everything in the material plane. The four winds from the north, south, east and west. From up and down and left and right, from summer and winter and fall and spring, from the four extremities of man, even the four ancient elements of earth, wind, fire and water. From basically, said, from the four winds, put breath in it. Look, no matter what happens and no matter what direction stuff comes from, you got to speak life into a situation. The devil will come at you from every possible angle. He will attack you from every which way. But no matter from which direction an attack comes, you have to speak life into your situation. You have to speak life into your dreams. You have to speak life into your hope. You have to speak life into your plans. Well, Pastor, you don't understand. I don't have any money. That's coming from the South. Well, you you don't understand, Pastor. I don't have any education. That's coming from the East. Well, what well, you don't understand, Pastor, I, I, I don't look as good. I don't look as good to be able to hold that position. That's coming from the West. You don't understand, Pastor. My daddy wasn't there. That's coming from the North. It'll come to you from every direction. And you've got to speak life. He said, Prophets, get from the four winds, no matter which direction, no matter what season in your life, whether you're young, whether you're middle-aged, whether you're old or whether you're real old. Each one of those has a reason. Each one. I'm too young. I'm too old. I'm too seasoned. I'm I'm, 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 I'm I'm this. I'm that. From every which way comes an excuse. There's no breath in them. And the breath that is in them is bad breath. He said, put some breath in them, man, so that they can speak life into their situation. No matter which direction stuff comes from, you have to speak life. So I prophesied as he commanded me and the breath came into them and they lived and stood up upon their feet An exceeding great army. Then he said unto me, son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say our bones are dried and our hope is lost. We are cut off for our parts. I want you to hear what they said once God resurrected them. They say our bones are dried. Our hope is lost. We are cut off for our parts. Now, understand this. They were bones. God has performed miracles beyond the miraculous. He's taken dry bones, put muscle on them, put flesh on them covered them with skin, put breath in them, and they stood up from a valley of dry bones, stood up in strength, our great exceeding army stood up and said, our bones are dry, our hope is lost, we are cut off from our parts. There's no greater miracle in the Bible. And the people stood up, not even recognizing the miraculous miracle. stood up. See, some of you, done, you've had so many miracles in your world. God has, has stood you up, propped you up, kept you up, and you stood up and said, my bones are dry, my hope is lost, we are cut off, and you are walking miracle. And, and these, this, this is what the people did. They were, they were an army. Do you realize what would happen to an enemy if if the enemy saw an army that they had killed come back to life? It will scare them to death. They, They were an army with great power, but all that they could see, our bones are dry, our hope is lost, and we are cut off. All they could see was stuff from the past. That was hindering them in the present and would thus destroy their future. You've got to understand God has performed some miracles in your world, and we can focus See, Even, even he he said, Look, these are the these are the this is the house of Israel. But I, I want you to understand even what Israel means. Most of us don't even know the meaning of Israel. El is God. That's why even in, in my name, Nathaniel is given of God and see Elijah is Elijah. El means God, but Israel comes from the name of Sarah and Sarah, Abraham's wife, and El is where Israel comes from. But Sarah means to persist, prevail or strive. So Israel means to persist, prevail, or strive with God. Sarah had every reason to complain about dry bones. But yet she persisted and prevailed and strived and got the promise. But what I saw also was this. Sarah was... Complaining about she was so delayed in getting the promise. But God spoke to me this morning and he said, but look what she did have. Sarah had Abraham. Sarah was uncommonly beautiful. Abraham had 318 armed men that he sent after Lot. Do you know that's a lot of servants to have in your household? This woman, she had Hagar, hey she had the nanny, she had all kinds of things. God says, look what she did have. Turn to the person next to you and, and, and tell them, look at what you do have. Sarah had so much. But sometimes we can be like the valley about the, the army that was raised up and we begin to focus on what used to be in the past and don't understand what we, what we do have. And we have to learn how to persist prevail and strive with God. See, when Jacob wrestled with the angel, his name was changed from meaning supplanter to persist, prevail and strive with God. And there are some things people that if we ever going to bring our dreams, our hope and our plans alive, we're going to have to persist, prevail and strive with God we're gonna to have to put some muscle on we're gonna to have to understand all of the blessings that God has given us and not worry and think about all of the past of the dry bones that are there we've got to recognize the miracles that God has given us and when we start seeing the miraculous and seeing how God I, I'm a walking miracle I don't know about you but I'm a walking miracle I should have been dead I'm a walking miracle and most of you are too I have had things that could have happened to me in my life and some of the stuff I was at fault for. I should have been dead from a motorcycle accident years ago. I'm a walking miracle. So if God has kept me up and and propped me up and and he's kept me all of these years, you've got to understand the miracles in your life. It's great to be resurrected, but it's better than never been killed in the first place. See, God has kept a whole lot of you, and you have you've had resurrection power all around you. Cause some of you all should have been dead. You fell asleep at the wheel, and you're about, and something just brought you right back to the center of the world. You should have been dead. <laughs> and ye shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves, All my people, and brought you up out of your graves, and shall put my spirit in you. And ye shall live, and I shall place you in your own land. Then shall ye know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, save the Lord. When God puts his spirit in you and you accept his spirit, then you shall live. And when he puts you in your land, then you shall know that he has got to see. This is a people who had to see the belief, see I know that God is God before I get some of the stuff. That there, there are some things that God has promised me and to be perfectly honest, it has taken longer than I thought. How many of you all had some stuff? You've had some plans, you've had some dreams, you've had some visions and to be perfectly honest it's taken longer than it's up. But one thing I do know, I don't have to have the stuff fulfilled to know that God is God. I, I don't have to have it sitting right here in front of me to know that God is God. Even without it, I got enough miracles that God has performed in my life right now that he doesn't have to perform another single miracle for the rest of my life. I have enough stuff that God has done for me already. And just to take you up out of it. See, one thing about it, when you're going to appreciate what God has already done for you, it blocks what he can do for you. So I've had enough of Lord. I think you've done enough for me already. He's done enough and too much. And when we can start breathing and thanking God for what he's done, it changes us. It'll bring some dead stuff in us alive. It'll put a pelt back in our step. It'll make us start seeing some stuff differently. And you'll be surprised how many more miracles that'll start popping up in our lives. The more we can get resurrected within us, the more power we get. And the, and stuff just changes in life. God has been good to me. See, Do you know it's hard to be good to a person who doesn't appreciate when you've already been good to them? Do you understand that? You have a hard time being good to someone who doesn't appreciate when you've already been good to them. We're made in the image of God. God is just like that. He has a hard time with folks because I done all this stuff for you. And still, you're begging for more. and You have me thank me for the last stuff I did. So, so... He said, in my people, the, the major death are their dreams, their hope, and their plans. And God wants to bring your dreams to be and your plans to reality and to restore hope in you. But you've got to be able to see the miracle that already surrounds you. And don't be like those the army that stood up talking about my bones are dry. My hope is lost. Cut off from my parts. And you are dust. God has taken you from the dust. Stood you up in the middle of a great army. You got an army with you. I got angels all around me. Ain't, ain't nothing talking about I'm all by myself. I'm not talking about I'm weak. I'm, I'm the son of God. God. is my daddy. I'm his child. So what in the world are you talking about? You don't have anything and you're all by yourself. You're standing up. Resurrected in power. Talking about my bones are dry. My hope is gone. I'm cut off. No, you're not. You're not dry. You got all hope in Christ. You are part of the body. God wants to bring your dreams, your hope, and your plans to life. To life. And we'll conclude this on next week. And as you follow the steps, you're going to see some things start to be reborn in your world. But the first part of the series was letting some stuff die that needs to die. And one of the things that can mess up your life is to keep dead stuff in your space because it'll go to stinking. And it'll contaminate everything that you try to do. Sometimes you gotta let that dead stuff go and you gotta, like Jesus said, let the dead bury the dead we choose life and follow life and claim life and God will bring us life and life more abundantly I just want brother Ivan to sing breathe on me I want you to listen to that song just close your eyes take some deep breaths and just listen
2: gone.
1: listening to airjesus.com and the onlineword.com. this was the fourth message in the resurrection power series by nathaniel Brauner jr this message was number five four three six and called the steps of resurrection that's five four three six to listen to the entire series click series on airjesus.com or the online word.com. listen to airjesus.com and the online often and keep your spirit charged up